0: Steven, I think they're ready for us. You ready? Yep. Let's get it. So what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of We Got Next. I'm one of your co-hosts of the show, Christian Hayes, a.k.a. Shifty, with my boy Steven. On Twitter, it's a.k.a. at Steven underscore Springs. And as always, last week was a Stephen day. He's still doing the same thing, so make sure to end up tuning in to his tweets that he does end up saying um, on Twitter. We'll get back to that because there was another one this week. That he was calling out somebody else, they weren't. He wasn't calling corny or nothing, but it was very similar to that. Um, but before we get into anything else, what do we have coming up in terms of like spring ball? Is there anything like exciting? It doesn't have to necessarily be Penn State; it can be anybody. But what do you have upcoming that people should look forward to?
1: Yeah, so um, tomorrow is going to be the first uh, quick slant, quick slant episode of twenty twenty two. So it'll be the standard eight o'clock, eight o'clock time for the uh, the release. Uh, In terms of spring ball, it's just really like, so spring ball for like particular fan bases, it doesn't really mean much. Like as, as like college football as a whole, everyone kind of knows how spring ball is. You know, it's like you go through winter workouts right now, you get the early enrollees on campus, you get, you know, any, um and your recruits there. You have you winter workouts and you work your way to spring ball around March April, culminates with your spring game um in April for most teams. Um, but with the way the transfer portal is, and there's you know hundreds of guys going from this school to that school, potentially that school to the other school and kind of making their way around the whole damn country these days within within a four-year window. Um, I think that kind of you know, it gets a little bit more excitement for a spring ball. And like, you want to see, I mean, you're not going to see anything in spring ball. You're just going to see these guys in different uniforms, but yeah. like that, that's enough to get the juices going for, for college football fans. Um, yeah. So um, for the quick slants, um, just do my little shameless plug. I'm going to do, you know, one week we'll talk about Penn State football. We'll talk about um, the recruits we have on campus, the early enrollees, uh, a lot of big names for Penn State. We'll talk about all that stuff, tell stories, going to get some guests on, and then the next week we'll talk about all the other sports: the NFL right now, um, NBA, um, hockey, the Olympics are going to be starting soon, beginning of February. That's so we'll that'll talk be dope. About. yeah. So that'll be dope. Um, very very hyped for that. Um, and then once spring ball rolls around and kind of gets gets up and running, we'll talk more about Penn State football. Um, and then after that in the summer, you know, we'll talk about all the other sports and and whatnot. So, um, spring practice is always, I mean, I'm, I'm hype already. We got these kids on campus and, um, Mm -hmm. they're done with all that. And we had Penn State had junior day. So we got a lot of 2023 guys on campus and, you know, you know how it is. It never stops. So, um, yeah, good times.
0: Yeah. I brought that up because I was watching just like random old clips and I saw when, a lot of people always talk about Trayvon Diggs and how he led the league And well, he had a lot of interceptions, but he also gave up so many yards, and they showed back when he was at spring ball, and he was going up against, pretty sure it was Calvin Ridley. Jalen Hurts threw it, and Calvin Ridley just kind of like blew him out the water on one of the plays, so I was thinking about that with spring ball and just like seeing how certain schools, their spring ball is even better than some games that they play, and something similar was like, Penn State also like Alabama those schools you can watch spring ball and then it's fun but you can also go to other schools and it's some shit so I wanted to bring that up yeah but before we keep going I told this to see him beforehand that it's a special birthday today so happy birthday Mac Miller so rest in peace yeah Mac Miller so I had to end up bringing that one up <laughs>
1: bro you're gonna make me you're, you're gonna make me cry on on this episode bro yo I was so, thinking about that today because I kept seeing it from everybody bro that that like this is this is a weird, like, celebrity deaths are, an athlete deaths, I guess they're celebrities, it's, they're weird, man, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, we shouldn't be as impacted by them as we are. Like, we act like a family member passed away.
0: Mm-hmm. Mac
1: Miller and Kobe, those two deaths still fuck me up. Like, a Mac Miller was, he's, he's, all right, he's my age.
0: Mm-hmm. He's,
1: he's only, he's only two months older than I am. So, and I saw him in concert. I saw him all the time at Penn State. Um, he had a lot of connections up there, being from Pittsburgh. Um, so he he was up there a bunch before he really took off. And like his music was all of my freshman uh, and sophomore year of college. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, he was coming up. You know, I'm not gonna say as as we were coming up, but he was coming up. You know, as we were going through college, and you know that like, I mean, that should still. I just you know, you just can't believe it. You know, it's like, yeah. it's like a family member. Like, you just can't believe that that person is gone. And then Kobe, I mean, that shit just like, you know, both of them were just like that. You know, they, it's not like they, you know, ha, you know, were sick for a long time and you kind of knew the end was coming. Like, you just woke up one day and, you know, Mac was gone, OD. Kobe died yeah. in a fucking helicopter crash. Like, just the most random shit um, to two people who, you know, you and I both looked up, you know, looked at as like, those prominent figures as we were growing yeah. up in the music industry and in the sports industry, the sports world. So it's always weird when, when celebrities die or when athletes die, it's always like, we shouldn't be as upset as we are, but I mean, that shit, you know, like I said, that still messes me up.
0: Yeah. that I can absolutely agree on those. Um, Cause I remember when they brought up Chris Henry again, I was like, damn, like reliving that story and just hearing what happened, you're like, shit, like some of these deaths. Like Demarius Thomas, same thing. Yeah. Too. Yeah. But Sean Mac Taylor, Miller, Sean
1: Taylor too. That's another one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's crazy. Some of them, like Sean Taylor, I remember, but the Demarius Thomas one is like, shit, like I felt like I knew that person. Although I didn't really know him. It was like, damn. Then like Mac Miller, I listened to his music back now, and there's so many signs of him. Calling out, we won't analyze everything, but like I listened to uh the weekend with him and um, Miguel, and it's like, damn, he talks about not making it to the end of the weekend. And this stuff, you are like, fuck, like he was saying the stuff, and then look how he ends up passing away.
1: Yeah, but- it's really, it's really sad how his career. I mean, like he was still making making great hits, but like once he really, really made it, mm-hmm. it was more mainstream than just putting out mixtapes. Bro, kids these days don't know what mixtapes are. No. like we were on dat piff. I, yeah, know, you yeah. <laughs> I know you were. I know you on that piff. Every single bro, every single you downloaded week, all of them. Every single week. That's where you that was like that was the underground before the underground. Yeah. Like you would find really where it was. You would find you would find bangers, bro. I still like there's still like whisk like when Wiz Khalifa, that was like that period of time is kind of when I started to discover dat piff. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know what datpiff.com is, it's where you could find Piff Radio. Literally every single artist's Mm mixtapes from like way back in the day.
0: That's where you had to get it because you couldn't get it on Apple Music and stuff.
1: No, no, God, no. And you could like you there were pages of of mixtapes before you'd get to the shit that you heard every day. Mm-hmm. and like you'd find that's where yeah you'd go back and look at you know, Wiz Khalifa and Mac Miller were the two big ones that I would go back on there and look but you had I mean there was every artist was on there
0: yeah so that was something because Migos and Meek Mill were also there um, don't want to end this on a sad note so I'll segue into like some mega news Stephen Merriman ought not have heard about it but when I bring up that number with this acquisition it's a big one so Microsoft was the big news of the week in the stock markets Microsoft acquired Activision Blizzard And for anyone, before I get into numbers, Activision Blizzard are the same ones that create the Call of Duty series. Um, But Activision Blizzard was acquired by Microsoft for $68 billion, and they end up doing it at a premium, which was $95 a share. So the stock did run up the day that this acquisition happened. I was able to listen to CNBC and end up hearing what the CEO of the gaming aspect of Microsoft had to say, but then also listening to what the CEO of Activision had to say. The deal is not going to go through this year. It's one of those things that they announced the acquisition right now, but then it will go through in like 2023. The other thing is with this, it has to go through Capitol Hill. So all these things have to go through them. And then they talk about like antitrust and then is it going to be a monopoly and stuff? And the big reason why, it, a major reason why it will go through is because you still have like EA Sports that's still out there. You have Take-Two, And then you have like Roblox, there's a couple of other ones that are still there. So Microsoft acquiring Activision is a major thing because if you all think they already have Xbox, then they have now Activision. So that's a huge thing that a lot of people are now gonna go into Xbox in itself. But then also the reason why the CEO of the gaming aspect of Microsoft said they wanted it to was the metaverse. And it's something that we do talk about a lot and the metaverse is going to be something that's important. Other companies. Um, if you listen to them, like Meta, aka Facebook, and then Amazon's trying to get into it, I'll talk about it in a little bit. Walmart, and then you also have Nvidia, and these different companies already have those components. Microsoft bringing on Activision is a big one for them, but it's sixty-eight billion dollars. So, Stephen, we don't have to dive too deep into it, but just the number itself. What is your thoughts on that?
1: My first thought is, what was the last time you played a video game? <laughs>
0: At, at least, like was like two years ago, two three bro, years ago, I, and that was just Call of Duty, not even like video games.
1: Yo, I think the last time I touched a video game controller was probably in college, so, and I yeah. turned and I turned thirty in, in March, so that was like eight years ago, probably. Probably yeah. going on like like actively playing video game, probably like ten years.
0: Yeah, I just like,
1: high like middle school and high school when it was when it was like all the rage and like we had no responsibilities whatsoever and we could stay up until two a.m. You -hmm. know before Xbox Live you just yeah you just play campaigns and your dynasty modes and and all that kind of shit like that was like Mm -hmm. again like real quick real quick left left turn real quick and we'll get back to the numbers, bro. Like we we came up at like the best time yeah like you're you're how old 28 yeah so you're yeah you're a year up for some reason i thought you were like 21 still so <laughs> so basically when we met <laughs> yeah basically so like we came up with like the like perfect time mm-hmm. like we had you know we weren't like we we're 90s babies but like we were we're yeah we're the 2000s really like we didn't really start getting our feet wet until like early 2000s and like the hip-hop game, the rap game was, like, crazy. Like, if, if kids these days saw what we were wearing in, like, 2000 to, like, 2006 the, with, like, the 2XL jeans, the 2XL yeah. white tees, like, Air Force Ones. Kids these days don't appreciate the Air Force Ones, like, wearing jerseys to school when it was, like, cool to do that. Um, now it's only cool to wear jerseys to games. So, like, the music was crazy. We had AOL Instant Messenger. That's all we had. Oh, like, I remember. That's those. all. That's all we had. That was before MySpace. That was yeah. when. That was when like you could, like, like that was sliding into someone's DM before mm-hmm. that was even a thing. Like we that had was, phones. Like, my favorite thing. We had phones, but they were either like the brick, like Nokia phones, or you mm-hmm. had the flip phones. Obviously, if you had a if if someone had a razor cell phone in school, they were the most popular kid in school. Oh, yeah that was and then we yeah. had we had we had all cd players yep we had cd players that was like bro if you're if your cd got one scratch on it you're done
0: you're
1: done that shit that shit's that shit's gonna skip all day and you and you're gonna you're gonna be you're gonna go from song one to eight yeah real <laughs> right quick. after yeah real quick you had we had yeah had we, had, we had like we had like legit like over the top headphones not beats and not yeah. those black Sony ones but like legit like they would hurt your ears Type yeah. of headphones. Um, you know, then like the air, like the the iPods came out. If you, if you said iPod, if you said iPod to a high school kid, they wouldn't know what that is.
0: No, that's and they those, don't even make those. Really.
1: They don't. And like you, you know, Now, now everything's there. And like then MySpace came around, but then it was just like it was literally just Xbox and PlayStation Two. That yeah. was it. That was it. I mean, you saw like Nintendo and everything, but like like Xbox and PlayStation. You had these gigantic Xbox consoles. And you had, Nintendo like, the, the had PlayStation. Stop. Yeah. Yeah, and then you they had, like, you had pl- you had PlayStation 2. You, like, you know, we, like, we had it so good. But we came up when social media wasn't even, like, wasn't even a thought. No. Thank God. Because yeah, we would have done it, some it, shit. Like, like, I would have. Yeah. Like, we, we both would have done some shit. Knowing how you are, knowing how I am. <laughs> I know. We both would have been in some shit. Hey, AOL
0: was good enough.
1: It was fine. And then when we got to, it wasn't until we got to, like, till I got to, uh, like my junior senior year of high school is yes. when like Facebook really started to like take off, and that's when kind of things started to blow up a little bit more. And then Twitter was the next one to kind of evolve once we got into college. Um, mm. like, but it, it was not even like it was a baby compared to what it is now. Like, like yeah, you weren't like you it. We weren't doing the shit that we were doing. Like Instagram was the same way. Literally, you just posted on Instagram like just to like let people know what you were doing
0: mm-hmm.
1: like if you got likes dope and like if, if you know that now it's like if you if kids if kids don't get like 100 likes on a photo they're gonna take it down because yeah, it's guys, like it, doesn't it doesn't, really it, doesn't, it, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't bro if i get like 10 likes on a photo i'm fucking hyped. I'm hype yeah <laughs> hype bro hype yo hype. someone said something and then there was, like, yeah, someone comments on my photo.
0: Shit. Oh,
1: I know. And then, you know, and, like, we just we had it so good. And then, like, Snapchat and, you know, everything else started evolving after that. And then, like, I think, like, the last great year that we had, it was, like, 2012 and 2013. Yeah. After that, music, I don't know what you want to call it. Like, the rap game, I don't even know what you want to call it after that. Everything just started to go downhill. And things were just, all. it was all social media. It was all, like, just, you know, not brainwashing, but. I guess pretty much brainwashing after that. But man, we had it like I think about that a lot, especially having two kids of my own who are almost five and almost three, and like what things are gonna be like when they're yeah. 10, 11, 12, and how different, like completely different, not even just like
0: they're gonna be their the
1: sense, like their lifestyle is, but like the entire world. Like I think about like how we had it back in the day. God damn, we yeah. had it. Like now you get a, you get a text message on your phone. We get one every morning of the kids don't have school. Like, hey, school's canceled, great but i don't know about you but you had to wake up in the morning that's all this couple, TV. you had to wait for that shit to scroll across like like a like like the draft but, yeah and, you did wait you, for your school bro, and, and if you missed like if you was if you missed your school and luckily I, you know being living in state college we were at the end of the alphabet so you know there was days where like you know you had to wait for a lot of them and like it would show your it would show the school but it would show it for like Ten seconds. So you just wait, and it wasn't like a scrub oh, dude. It was, and if you yeah. didn't see your school, and you knew what your, you knew what school you knew was school. before yours, yeah. And like you knew what was before, and you know, and you knew what was after. If you didn't see your school, but you saw all other twenty schools in your county, you'd be pissed. Like, come on, bro.
0: Exactly. Sick. You had to go to school, oh, and then man, you we to go to school,
1: bro. We had it so good, man. People have no idea.
0: So I got some for you. This is something else that people have no idea about, and. <laughs> I've watched this probably like five times already.
1: Oh, I saw this. Yo, I saw this. My man just
0: <laughs> in the church.
1: In the church, yo. And then the
0: the pastor, the the pastor is
1: just looking like the pastor doesn't even like, he just, I think he's still like going on with the with the sermon. He's still, okay, back to it. Bro, what are you swinging on somebody in church for? You don't, even, you, don't even,
0: you don't even have to be religious to know like that's not okay. Steven, how mad does somebody have to make you? And then this is the other one. What is this? Okay, so this is a Coast Guard. All right, yeah, this is going to be a backstory to this. Yeah, so that's the Coast Guard on top. He served up on them, and this is a cartel submarine underneath. And then they have uh, cocaine inside of it. The, and it's on Vice, so shout out to Vice, because they definitely put out all the information that a lot of people won't ever say or do. Yep. Um, But so the backstory is Coast Guard pulled up on him. He's going to knock on top, not knock, like a nice one, like bang on top of that shit. And they were like, this man clearly thought it was the Domino's man that was about to come there, because why the hell are you opening the top? But so this is what happens. Hey, like. And then he just opens the pants. Why why would you open it?
1: Like you know you like you know that. that you know means, who it is like, on top of you. Bro, and, and you know, like yeah, it's not like it's not your boy, like yo, you left me outside, guys. Like <laughs> no. it's not like it's not like you know, you left your you left your boy outside. Like, <laughs> no. it's literally there's it's literally nobody else.
0: No, so that was the other thing I wanted to bring it up. Um I'll segue and go through everything else in the crypto market really fast for you guys. So a big one. And I want everyone to see this. So this one is Etherprinter. Big part about this is before they launched their V2, they actually were sitting at a $40 million market cap. Once they finally hit V2, a lot of people sold off everything. So it dropped down to around like $5, 6000000 million, which is a huge job for everyone out there that can do simple math with that. Simple math with that. And then they end up announcing that their V2 wasn't going to work and that they were going to go to a V3. So it ended up making the price drop from around like five, six million to around two million, which is sitting at right now. If anyone's been in it for a long time, they know that two million is a pretty good price to get back in at. Not financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor yet, but I did get in at this point. So I wanted to let everybody know just full transparency with everything going on with it. But I wanted to bring that back up because they also announced that they are not going to their v 3 They're going to stick with their v 2 and just roll with it so the printing machines will stay on. For anyone that doesn't know about um, Etherprinter, every time anyone does any type of transaction, they do give some of it back to their community. So that was that I wanted to bring up real quick, and then we'll get into the prices. So Bitcoin is at $41,000. i am not going to go through the price like everybody else. I just want to highlight the big things. What a lot of you all need to realize is, I'll show you Bitcoin and I'll show you Tether, and then you can look at the rest of the market. So everything is basically sitting in the negatives. Cardano is not because they're about to release like this decentralized exchange and a lot of their cryptocurrencies finally on their platform. But the reason why I wanted to bring up Bitcoin is a lot of people think that, oh, Bitcoin's the only one dropping. Bitcoin is not the only one dropping. Because if we end up going to the stock exchange, all of the tech sector is dropping. So currently right now, NVIDIA is at $250 at the time of close. But if you can look at where it's high was today, so it's day high was $265 and it's low, which is at right now, $250 and 67 cents. So anyone can do that math. That's a $15 drop. If you look at it, it's a 3.23% decrease. The other one I wanna bring up for everyone here is Tesla because everyone likes talking about Elon Musk. That's also in like the techish sector. Um, it pulled back $34, which is also 3.38. And the final one I'll show everybody just so they can see the full tech sector is this is the tech sector for the S&P 500. And it also had a pullback. So it's not just Bitcoin that has pulled back. The whole market has pulled back. And that's what a lot of people need to understand and realize that everything has pulled back within... Um, the stock market, even in terms like the fiat, even in terms of cryptocurrency. So all the markets were due for a relief like this for everything to pull back. So we'll just see how things end up going moving forward. But I wanted to bring that up. Um, And that's everything in terms of the cryptocurrency. But I'll go into some of the news. So Walmart is preparing to launch on the metaverse. And this is a huge thing because a couple of years ago, Walmart, said that they were working on their like augmented reality and virtual reality whereas you can go into the store virtually and there would be like a person that will talk to you Mm -hmm. and explain like you bought this product like you might be interested in this or that product think about how on netflix if you watch i don't know for example ozark they'll end up saying oh you might be interested in money heist or you might be interested in another show it's something they're trying to do similar i personally would not take advantage of it if they did that. Cause I don't need to go in the store and buy a bottle of wine. And then I would, up- I
1: would absolutely do that in Walmart. If one of the Walmart greeters did it to me, <laughs> if one of those, if one of those Walmart greeters, one of those 95 year old Walmart greeters followed me around the store. And I picked out like Cheerios and they are like, you might be interested in honey nut Cheerios. I'd absolutely do it. I'm not some robot. I need the, I need, yeah. I need, I need, I need the authentic Walmart greeters. Are we, yeah, so- are we, are we, it doesn't matter where you live in the United States. Those Walmart greeters are one of a
0: kind people. That's So that is something that I really do appreciate about the Walmart greeters and people. I remember that's another thing Talking about back in the day. The people now don't realize. Back in the day at Walmart, if you were a kid, you used to get like the Walmart stickers. Like they had the whole smiley face and everything. Those, like those,
1: those, uh, those yellow ones.
0: The yellow ones, exactly. And they used to have like the Walmart sticker everywhere, even like the logo. They kind of went away from that. So that's yeah. something else. Um, just wanted to bring up Walmart. So that's an important thing. The other big thing is, and anybody doesn't have to know or understand the metaverse. I'll just say the numbers and I'll look for Stephen's reaction. So Meta, aka Facebook, is investing $10 billion and also looking for 10,000 employees so that they can start investing more resources into the metaverse. So Stephen, just on the surface, what do you think that means?
1: Um, it means Facebook's going to make a shit ton of money
0: exactly so that's the big thing it also means that everyone out there that never thought that the metaverse would be anything it it's inaccurate the metaverse is clearly going to be something travis scott love him or hate him, travis scott did a concert through like roblox in the metaverse ish so now going forward a lot of other people are going to start using the metaverse bro why can't why
1: can't things just be simple
0: i know so they're doing that because of covid the metaverse is spurred up Because if you can't put enough people in the stands, in reality, maybe you can end up bringing them into like a metaverse-ish way. So if you're in China and you really wanted to go see Travis Scott, but due to COVID, you can't go over there. You can end up seeing him. Another thing that I thought was cool, and this is something that I'll tell everyone about later on, I started diving deeper into the Solana NFT marketplace And they have one called Metaplex. So some of the investors in it, before I tell you about the one I've been looking into, some of the investors into the Metaplex Foundation, which they had a $46 million round, was Michael Jordan, Allen Iverson, and Kevin Love. So those are just some of the investors for everyone out there. So any of the uh, sports fans out there, you definitely know who at least one of those three are, if not two of them. Honestly, a big reason why it got on my radar was not really because of Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan investing in that round is a cool thing, but the real one is Allen Iverson. Reason being, not Allen Iverson himself, but I promise you as one of his managers that have made sure he's always had money that said, you want to get involved in this. Allen Iverson is one of the few people that they said, we cannot give you all this money right now. We have to give it to you over the lifespan of your life. Yeah, there
1: there was a certain amount of money that he couldn't touch until he was like 55
0: exactly he still can't touch the shit and it
1: was like yeah he's like he's he's why what like 40 something only Mm
0: -hmm. what do you what
1: do you got in there what do you got in there my guy so it's actually
0: just recently today oh my god
1: (laughs) bro this fucking guy (laughs) golly dude
0: you're such a (laughs) next weekend you'll end up seeing a lot of other things but this week we're just gonna go with this
1: what are we doing next weekend
0: so next week and weekend, because everyone knows like it's tax season, it's paydays, and shout out to the Freddie Mac. So I'll have a other money to end up getting like the whiskeys and everything like that. So that's yeah. what'll be in the cups nice. come next right. week. Right. But so I wanted to bring up that in terms of um the NFT and Solana. And I brought that also up because there's another NFT that's out there. Everyone out there that doesn't know what NFT is, it's non-fungible token. Um it's different like art pieces that cannot be duplicated or replicated. If you look back at episodes that we did before, I had Yam from World of Women on the show and World of Women is an NFT now that is selling for over three Ethereum. So that's actually around nine to 10,000 uh, US dollars that one of her art pieces are selling for and she has 10,000 of them. Anybody can do the math, that's cool over a million dollars. If each one is going for $10,000 a piece, but I brought all that up because there's an NFT called The Suites, and it's going to be a place where you can either see like different sporting events, but you can also work and do different sports betting inside these different suites. So it's on the Solana marketplace, and that's something I think everyone should at least check out. There's a lot of other Solana NFTs that I'm doing more research into. Once I'm ready to end up telling everyone about that, I'll let you all know. I've been listening to a lot of YouTube, studying a lot of different um Twitter people, but just wanted to bring that up. The other thing is there's 300 community banks that are set to go live within Q2 of this year to start trading Bitcoin. So it's a big thing to have like the small community banks end up getting involved in cryptocurrency Bitcoin. So I'm looking forward to that one. Time Magazine has implemented crypto wallets. So I don't really know what that means currently right now because it's Time Magazine, but I think going forward, it's going to be a way that people can pay for subscriptions. So you can only imagine that you'll be able to end up paying by Bitcoin or a stable coin or something like that to end up paying for a subscription. Everything nowadays is using a subscription. You need subscriptions for all these streaming services, a lot of things online you need it for. Shout out to The Athletic for actually getting bought out by the Wall Street, by the New York Times. So that was a huge one, too, because we've seen how much they've grown. And New York Times said, no, we're about to end up buying y'all before other people try and buy you guys. So that was something else I wanted to bring up. Um, the Spurs added a minority owner. His name is Joe Gibbia. I'll say that it's probably Gibbia for all I know, but he's the co-founder of Airbnb. And that was like the big thing. A lot of you guys probably don't know who he is, but he's the co-founder of Airbnb and he's a minority owner. So it just brings another perspective in there. Um, another reason I think that that's interesting is, to be honest, personally, I don't think Greg Popovich is about to be there too much longer because Greg Popovich doesn't have too many losing seasons. And this man has started to lose, not because of him, but because of the people that he's had. We'll get into that when we talk about the NBA. But last thing is, Mr. Wonderful, aka Kevin O'Leary, believes that this year, a lot of people are going to start going into uh, Bitcoin mining. So pay attention to that because Intel is signing purchase agreements to work with different companies to make ASIC minings. And with that segue, I want to bring it into the NCAA and also college sports. And Stephen, did you hear about the University of Michigan settlement that they had?
1: Yeah, it was like, what, $490 million, something like that?
0: $490 million for that. Yeah. And we're not going to go into the political aspect of it. I just wanted to stay on the surface with it. But Michigan has has agreed to settle for 490 million that's a dumb amount of money for over a thousand people that will be getting paid out for it so now at least everyone if they do if they're all nice with this settlement everyone should get at least a million dollars if not much more than that i don't know the stipulations of like if it's over a certain amount of years or if they have to pay it up front but that was um something i wanted to bring up i wanted to bring that segue into now that college football, and I'll let Steven touch on this stuff, but Jerry Rice's son has transferred from Colorado to USC. So, what is the significance of this, if any?
1: I didn't even know Jerry Rice's son played at Colorado. <laughs> How, like, you had, like, I wonder, I wonder if those, if those guys like Jerry Rice, guys who have, you know, who are considered the best of the best ever, not just mm-hmm. in like their in, in their sport, but like all sports. If your son isn't like the next you, are you like okay. damn? Are you like, damn? Because so far, I'm trying to think of like MJ's son. Like, nope. Only like the only two, and, and you can you can chime in after if you've seen if you've seen somebody else, but the only two guys whose kids look like they're poised to make a run at dad are LeBron and Tiger.
0: So I will say Tiger. now also
1: uh Serena Williams' daughter who's like four yeah hit a hit in a backhand which was like oh uh, I I tried tennis and like playing in gym class in high school that's about as far as I got with it. No but word. like I you know we obviously know how hard tennis is how yeah. hard it is like hit a backhand like she's like four and she can probably Beat half the people on the on the tour. That's that's a lie, but like you know what I mean. (laughs) Like like you get it. But like Tiger, Tiger and LeBron sons. I mean, we've all seen Bronny. We like we all know. It's the same same thing. We know we've seen LeBron. We've seen Bronny since he was. We've seen LeBron since he was fourteen. We've seen Bronny since he was literally born.
0: Yeah. Because
1: he's he's LeBron's been in the league that long. And now Bryce, who apparently everyone's sleeping on, how how everyone is sleeping on how nice Bryce is. So like, and he's I think three years younger than, 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 Bron, than Bronny James or mm-hmm. Bronny Jr. Whatever his name is. Um, but like then tiger son is, I think 10. Yeah.
0: I think tiger son is <laughs> Yo, going to be bro. They just want something not too long ago,
1: bro. I like I, you, you play golf, right? Or you've tried to mm-hmm. play golf. Yeah, so I, I've, yeah, I've been playing golf, like playing golf since I was like nine. I wouldn't consider myself good, but. I've been around the game and like I've played it since I was nine and I worked at a golf course. So like, we all understand how, even if you don't play golf, you, you understand how hard it is. He was hitting Tiger Woods. son was hitting shots. I think his name's Charlie was hitting yeah. shots that like guys on the tour can barely hit. And he was hitting them for an entire weekend mm-hmm. and his mannerisms, the way he, you know, tours, the club, the way he does this and that, it is, identical to tiger and tiger seems like the dad much like lebron who yeah he knows that his son has has it he has like he doesn't need to push him you know in, in like practice or whatever i'm sure he does a little bit but like they they both they're just like sitting back like i mean i don't have to do shit yeah like, i got i got gonna... i don't need to do lessons they just saw it they picked it up and they've both been around the game for years so i mean like i can't remember Another, oh, I guess Ken Griffey Jr. is is another one that like his he yeah. you know he came after he was played he played with his dad, so yeah. that's wild though. Like, but I don't even know. Again, back to your original point, though, I had no idea Joey Rice didn't even played at Colorado. So really shout really out to, like sh- you know shout out to him, I guess, for making yeah. that move to USC.
0: Yeah, and it's we can say this: it's the Lincoln Riley effect because yeah, for sure. a lot of people are definitely do that. The other thing I wanted to bring up was Arkansas's running back for better words, Chaelin Smith. Uh, he entered the transfer portal. Um, is there a significance to an Arkansas running back entering the transfer portal? Is it just like everybody just entering it?
1: I mean, I saw him run all over Penn state in the, in the outback. Pool, so. <laughs> like, I mean, I know who he is. Um, it's, it's just, it's just like, it's just, it's just the thing to do now. Um, and like, you gotta, and we've talked about this before, like, there's gotta be some, some regulations on the transfer portal. Mm -hmm. Like you can't just like do it. Like you have to either wait till your season's over, which a lot of guys do. Um, it's not rare, but it's, you know, it doesn't happen often that it, that they do it like mid season. Mm
0: -hmm. Now,
1: if that starts to become a thing, like you can't do that. Like, no, we're not gonna let that happen. You got to at least honor a year of your scholarship or whatever. Like you gotta wait till after the season. You can only trans like these guys like some guys like Tate Martell, Tate Martell. I don't know if you know who that is, but Tate Martell started off at Ohio State, then he mm-hmm. went to Miami, and then he went to UNLV. I think now he just retired from football to go into some other you know other avenues of life. But he never never he never played, so people was like, well, he just retired from practicing. So like you know, <laughs> but like you can't just like you can't tired. just like. <laughs> You just can't just like bounce from coast to coast and the Northeast to like to, to the Midwest. And like, you know, if your situation, like we talked about playing times, like if your situation isn't bad, if you're not starting week one, like that's just like, like I, again, it's this generation is just like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go to the Kirk, the whole Kirk Herbst round. and say, like these kids don't love football and like they don't love, love the game like, you know, like guys in the back in the day used to. But like, there's gotta be some sort of, regulations with the transfer portal same mm-hmm. same with the nil and like we had we've just scratched the surface on that one same with i guess the transfer portal but like there's gotta be like you gotta wait till the end of the season you can only do it once like you can't you know you gotta wait till after your freshman year or whatever like there's gotta be something because these kids are just doing it left and right all the time and like they just want to put out those cool edits on instagram like you know first off i want to thank god and my coaches and yada 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 and like you know, with that said, I guess, you know, the whole, the whole thing that we see all the time with these kids and high school kids committing and all that kind of good stuff. So, you know, I mean, it. there's very rare occasions where I'm surprised that a kid's entered the transfer portal, especially after coaches leave. Mm -hmm. Like that's just like, as soon as a coach leaves, you can almost guarantee that there's going to be five to like 10 players, you know, whether they're, you know, yeah. First string players or not, like, there's probably, like, guys who just came in as, like, freshmen, like, three-star guys who are like, oh, Mike, the coach who just recruited me left, I'm gone too. And whether they follow mm-hmm. them or not is one thing, but there's got to be some some sort of regulations about it. And I think that they're trying to, like, see what, what guys are doing, how they're taking advantage of it, and, you know, what avenues are going down, why they're transferring, all that kind of good stuff. So there's – I mean, it'll come to a point where it's just mass chaos – and it always reaches, like, especially with NCAA, it always reaches that mass chaos point before they start to tone it down and, you know, put rules and regulations in there, which they're going to do for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. So I wanted to bring that up, and now we can segue over into the NBA. So before we touch on everything in the NBA, so I went to the Blazers and Wizards game over the weekend. Mm-hmm. We were you actually – B-
1: BJ would be pissed because he was trying he was trying to go to that game, but couldn't go. he. star player was Kyle Kuzma yeah because so, <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: for everyone out there um Bradley Beal did not play um Damian Lillard is injured CJ McCollum did not play so it was Nurkic and it was Kyle Kuzma they're the big ones and of course Anthony on um the Blazers so those were like the main ones Mantras Hero was out there too but it wasn't one of those star spectacles if everyone remembers early in the year the Wizards were one of the better teams and they came back down to earth That's really what happened. So I went to that one. But the funniest part about that game is on January 15th is when they implemented the COVID cards. So my dumb self forgot my COVID card. So I had to end up finesse the George Mason system to make sure I could get into the game. So I got into the game and then we ended up going to the game. But long story short, it was the Blazers and the Wizards. We actually sat, I think, two rows away from where we're going to sit at the Wizards game. So thanks. My mind is mentally ready for it, but going into an old wizard because, you know, Washington's where you always rehab. What are your thoughts mm-hmm. on the dunk? Russell Westbrook.
1: Yo, so that Westbrook dunk was nice. Yeah. A, he dunked on Rudy Gobert. Yeah. So, like, everybody loved that.
0: Like who Rudy Gobert is.
1: If, if it was on anybody else, it still would have been a cool dunk, but it was on Rudy Gobert. So, like, that makes it even better because everyone hates him because he – Rudy Gobert started COVID, so we're just gonna leave it at that. Um, The dunk, bro, he took off from like, like a a couple steps inside the free throw line. Now we haven't seen that that Russell Westbrook, you know, this season, let alone like for the last like two or three seasons, wherever he's been. So I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you uh, that's gonna start a streak of, you know, eight games where he averages 25 a game. No, but like. It was nice to see that that moment, especially it being on Rudy Gobert.
0: Yeah. So I wanted to – I have to salute Rudy Gobert because he's probably the only one that will consistently get dunked on, reason being he's always going to go for the rebounds. He's always going to go for the block. So he's going to put himself out there. So that's a big thing for him. A lot of these defenders will not want to put themselves in those situations. They'd rather, like, step out the way or something like that. But Rudy Gobert loved himself – in there before we get into the NBA challenge that I don't really want to hear about, um, PG thirteen, you're
1: you're, you're going to be surprised. What? <laughs> yeah, you're 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 going to be surprised, so, and I'm and I'm. Uh, once I did the math, I was super pissed.
0: <laughs> so oh. Paul George, they said they're extending him. If anyone saw it, he was at the Los Angeles Rams game. It was Wookiee Betts. It was Paul George. Yeah, he got booed. And it was Kawhi roll So, but with Paul George. Mm-hmm extending his absence I personally believe and I've heard from one source he's they're going to shut him down for the season it's just like a matter of time depending on like how the regular season continues to go and what their record is and stuff Kawhi Leonard will then be shut down if they shut down Paul George but it just depends on how their season continues to go you'd rather have them both healthy for next year than just try and throw them out there this year so we'll see what ends up happening with that what are your thoughts on Paul George and just his injury and them extending it
1: Um, I guess, I guess it just depends on where the Clippers are going to end up because I think right now they're, um, I don't know what seed they are. I think they're six seed, maybe Mm -hmm. six, seven, eight area ish. Um, I know the Lakers are the eight seed right now. Like they're in like that middle of the pack type of 500 team. But I mean, if those guys aren't playing like
0: Clippers are nine.
1: Nine, oh God, dude. They, yeah. yeah Lakers shut are it down. Eight. Just shut it down. <laughs> no one cares. Just shut it down, dude. Dude, the Clippers were so close to, like, not becoming, like, LA's team, but they were so close to, like, you know, like, really, really reaching that, that peak. And then, I mean, Kawhi's had his injuries. Paul George has his injuries. They traded Pepev, you know. So, you know, they, they got rid of the heartbeat, which was Pepev. um yeah. But Clippers suck, bro. The it's Flippers, bad. I mean. Sorry. I like to call them the Flippers instead.
0: Yeah, the Clippers are not the greatest. And since we got into the standings, tell us about the challenge. <laughs> All right. Because I just saw the Timberwolves record, too.
1: Okay. So, we haven't, we, haven't, we haven't touched on this in quite some time. So, to recap, I came up with um, literally just a, the most random. This isn't even like fantasy. This is just like pick four teams pick 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 a lineup and pick two bench guys and like end of the season we'll figure out what the what the winner gets we'll we'll go from there it might be like a case of beer a bottle or something 10 bucks who knows a high five yeah. i don't know we'll think of it we'll we'll, we'll come up with something yeah. so the thing was each each guy picks and it's literally just me and christian there's nobody else involved in this <laughs>
0: just us yeah it, <laughs> for the first us. year
1: <laughs> for the first year and we'll go from there maybe this will be like a whole thing but you pick two teams from both conferences. Um, one team that made the playoffs, one team that did not make the playoffs from West and the East. And then you pick a starting five that couldn't be like LeBron, Durant, Steph, Harden, you know, Joel, Giannis, whatever. And then you got two bench guys, but they have to be non-starters. Okay. So my teams, so I'll do, I'll do mine first. And then, and then I'll go to yours. So my teams from the East, I chose the heat and the Pistons. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Heat are 28 and 16. Pistons are 10 and 33. So my East teams are 38 and 49. Okay. Not awful, but like the Heat are obviously carrying my 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 East. Um, in the West, I chose the Mavs and the T-Wolves. Okay. Mavs had high expectations. T-Wolves are not. But Mavs are 25 and 19. T-Wolves are 22 and 22. So 500. Pretty good. Okay. Pretty solid. So I got 47, 47, and 41 for my West. Not bad. Okay, I'll take that. Christians East. Um is now <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens with, with, with the Nets. Injured, yeah. He, he chose the Bulls and the Nets. Bulls are the surprise team in the league. If you, yeah. you know, if you know who they have on their team, it's not a surprise that they're playing this well. Mm-hmm. Um, 27 and 15, both teams pretty much have identical records. Bulls are 27 and 15, nets are 20, 27 and 16. So 54 and 31. So Christians kicking my ass in the east. In the West, yes, it's, it's, it's a lot closer. You got you got the Kings and the Jazz. Okay, ja, Kings are eighteen twenty eight. 28 not, not surprising. That Jazz is, are twenty twenty nine and twenty nine and fifteen. So they're at, near the top of the of the West. Forty seven and forty three. So I am currently. We both have forty seven wins in the West, but I have forty one losses. You have forty three losses. So like we're really we're close. We're close. The wow. the 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 T uh, Wolves are are saving my ass in the in the West. Yeah. So. Shout out to them. Now, now on to the starting five. My starting five, Luca, Jason Tatum, LeBron, Julius Randle, Kristaps Porzingis. Okay? They're all playing. Yeah, they're all playing. So <laughs> I have 4,069 points between those five guys, right? Your starting five, Damian Lillard, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, injured, uh, Jimmy Butler, I think been injured, and Joel Embiid, Okay. <laughs> Now listen. Now listen. I told you you're gonna be surprised. I had I had, I had four thousand sixty nine. You have four thousand ninety. So so you're still beating Once. me for a week. Yeah, for a week. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So I think Damian Lillard's out for the season. Correct.
0: He's, he's out having for a minute. He's having abdominal surgery. But but they're yeah. not gonna
1: make the playoffs. And CJ McCollum's out. So I thought about being the nice guy that I am. I will let you pick someone. To replace Damian Lillard. I will give you a reserve guy to to have to to choose over Damian Lillard. I'll give you until next week to choose your guy. Okay, A reserve guy
0: like someone that's on my bench or I can choose anybody. That's not a superstar.
1: Someone that's, you know, of equal status to Damian Lillard. And that does not mean Steph Curry. Steph Curry is not of equal.
0: So No, I would only choose John or Zach.
1: Okay, so you—if you want to pick either one of these two guys, do a coin flip. That's fine.
0: Okay. Wow, so because we'll, nice we'll, we'll, my team we'll was so
1: yeah. Shit. So so but I, but I'm not doing the same thing for KD because he's only no. out for four to six weeks. Yeah. So um. So we'll see, but yeah, so far you're you're beating me and in, in that one, um, but that's gonna change here soon. Absolutely. Now your bench—we both have Jordan Clarkson, so he's 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 doing yeah, well this year. I really
0: knew what Tim Hardaway
1: Jr. You did. Um. So my bench has 886 points total. Yours has 1,201 because my other bench player is Andre Drummond. <laughs> now, if we were doing rebounds, I'd be kicking your ass.
0: Oh, hell yes. But you did straight rebounds.
1: <laughs> Hardaway's got about 300 more points than than uh, Andre Drummond. So um, your bench is going to carry you because at the end, we're, we're adding up the, the, the bench totals to our totals, too. Yeah. To the, the starting five. So your bench that's is going to the- carry you for the rest of the way and replace, you know, the loss you're going to have of Durant not being out for, you know, for four to six weeks now. Yeah. That's
0: so, yeah.
1: you know, again, you're my East 38 and 49, your East 54 and 31. I think you're going to cruise to victory on that one. Uh, the West, I'm 47 41, you are 47 and 43. Tight race. Um, yeah. The um, your starting for my starting five is 4- is 4069, yours is 4090. So, again, still close, but you're losing a ton of guys, and you're going to replace Damien with falling, to- <laughs> yes, quickly. So, you're going to replace Dame with either John Moran or Zach Levine, correct? Yeah, okay. And then your bench is you know 1,201, uh, mine is 8- 886. So, your bench is going to kick my bench's ass, duh. Um, but it's a lot, it's a lot closer. Than I than I anticipated because I had LeBron was out for a while, um, Julius Randle's not playing great. Porzingis is doing God knows what. So it's this closer than later. I it's closer than I anticipated. But again, you've had Jimmy Butler been out, Embiid's been out a little bit here and there, and yeah. Dame's been out. So it kind of like there's only know, one might...
0: consistent person. Booker.
1: Yeah, uh, Booker Booker and Jason Tatum. Um, Tatum has the second most points of any of those starting five. Uh, behind Durant, he's only he's only seven points behind Durant, so obviously he's gonna take off. But uh, I think he's the only one that's actually played the entire season so far.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so it's close. Again, we'll figure out what the winner's gonna get. You know, we'll see. We'll see it, how it goes. But um, it's something that I think
0: we close. can we can continue this going forward, and we should be able to add like small people here and there. Yeah, um, to this as long as our whole my whole team doesn't die, then we have getting there. Going. Get me. get me. <laughs> get me. I mean, so I wanted to bring that up. So thank you, Stephen, for that. Now I can go into the trade since Stephen was so nice to bring that part up. I'll go into the three team trade that does not involve the Pistons anymore. And it involves the Nuggets, the Celtics, and the Spurs. The Nuggets got Bryn Forbes. The Celtics got Bobo and PJ Dozier. And then the Spurs got Wancho Ana Gomez. So. That's all there is with that. It wasn't really. It's not a bro, notable trade. Did I? The most- <laughs> did,
1: did I not hear that Bobo is having foot surgery?
0: You gonna have something?
1: I, I just, I just, I'm pretty sure I just read last night that he's having foot surgery and he's out like eight to twelve weeks. More like, more yeah. like eight to twelve years. My dude is he's, seven, like seven four. That's a he's long got surgery. like he's got like negative percent body fat. Mm-hmm. Like he's not like bro. I mean. Come on. Like, it was cool to see him do what he did for, like, a week. It's kind of like Jeremy Lin. Like, it was cool to see him do what he did for, like, like a month or so. But, yeah. like, that shit's not going to last forever. And yeah. Bobo is 7 feet tall. Like, seven four, weighs, like, you know, probably more than he should. So, like, foot surgery for a guy like that.
0: Sorry, right, bro. Yeah. So, now we'll go into the big things. We'll do rapid fire in terms of the NFL. And then we'll get into the playoffs. So, the big things were... Bruce Arians got a
1: fine. What are your thoughts, bro? Well, okay, we got to start upping the fines, man. Because fifty k, what is what is that? What is that? Like that that like that's not even that's nothing. No, that's nothing. Like we gotta we gotta up these fines for these these guys. Like they get paid now. The, the practice squad guys and like the third string guys, they don't get paid that much. So like their fines gonna be the same. But like these starters who like. You get fined for you know getting ejected or like throwing a punch, but
0: it's like you know twenty thousand dollars. Or like okay, they like they don't even know it's missing, probably. Yeah, they really don't know. Like with the chains that Trent Williams spends,
1: they don't know it's
0: missing. Okay,
1: so I, I want to talk about that real quick, just just for a second, and then we'll we'll do do after fire. So what makes what makes that even even crazier, and I don't know, if I'll I'll be, I have the photo still on my phone, obviously, because I, I, I like to look at it but so this picture of of Trent Williams you can't see it now obviously but see the hair. This, yeah, yeah so Trent Williams it. so Trent Williams left tackle for the San Francisco 49ers formerly of the Washington Redskins where he played most of his career pro bowler all pro guy you know one of the most dominant left tackles in the league and has been for a handful of years now um, he was wearing a chain chains a plural which yeah. probably cost like 300K. And he was wearing a jacket that was now Chet Williams is 6'6, 320 pounds. That jacket, guy. like this jacket I have on right now, with shout out to the shift movement right here. Okay. Shout out. So shout this out. jacket I have on right here is, I think, a, a large and it's like, it's big, like it's puffy, right? Mm-hmm. What makes it even crazier is how big that jacket probably really is.
0: It, yeah, that's a
1: like I, I went to a I went to a Seahawks blanket. I went to the Seahawks Redskins game when Jay Hill was still playing for the Seahawks. I think this was the second Super Bowl run for them, and we were down down like field level talking to Jay Hill right next to the Redskins tunnel, and this man Trent Williams walks by without without pads on, and like you know at that point I'd only really seen like college guys you know for playing and like they're you know big dudes but like a, a left tackle in the in the league is is a different. Like human being of like yeah. just size. Dude, th- I'm like, come on. And Jay Hill's like a big dude. He's 6'1", 300 pounds when he was in the league. Trent Williams walks by, and I'm just like, What the what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? And then he comes back out. We're still staying down there. Comes back out about 20 minutes later with pads on. And I like, you just gained about six inches and probably about 30 pounds. You yeah. look absolutely terrifying. So I can yeah. only imagine how big that's like a five five L five XL jacket. Easily. Hmm.
0: Easily. All right. Anyway, back to back to yeah. that fire. So that was that. The other thing I wanted to end up bring up is King Henry is back. He was clear. Yeah. So yeah. he's going to be coming back. So we'll bring that up when we go into the playoff game. Cam Akers. Dudes. Yeah. I brought up Cam Akers last week in terms of fantasy Yo, football going forward. yeah, I'm glad he thought about <laughs> what he did. So Cam Akers for everyone out there that doesn't know Cam Akers. Hit Buddha Baker, Buddha Baker fell to the ground, but Cam Akers was not clearly paying attention and gave bro, him like, he, the sit-down.
1: Bro, he and, was
0: out. Yeah, Buddha was out. Out. Thankfully, um Schefter and Mortensen and everyone in Rappaport they all mentioned and said that he's better. He put out a video. You know, that was something that was PR, and the agent said we need to do that because mm-hmm. I don't think Buddha's gonna be like yo this is buddha baker i'm doing good like i'm on the plane like no that's not something he's just doing on his own meanwhile people the funniest part about social media and why i'm glad we didn't have it growing up because buddha is taking that picture on the plane and like yo why is your phone ringing people find the smallest details to end up looking at but so that was that in terms of cam makers um i want your quick thoughts so
1: flying flying on a plane with a concussion is probably not a good idea by the way, I think that's what you should
0: be doing. Like that's all the
1: pressure in that. Really like, like, come on guys. What do we, what do we, not
0: good
1: for your head. we pay all these medical professionals to, you know, to be on these teams and like, like oh, yeah, you got a concussion. We just had a We had put you in a goddamn ambulance. Yeah. To take you, you to, you to the hospital. The next day. Yeah. Go, go get on a plane and fly from Arizona <laughs> to LA, which, you know, granted it's not that far of a flight, but like, nonetheless,
0: <laughs> whatever, dude, I'm here. So, quick thoughts. Um, Cardinals Rams, what
1: were your thoughts on the game? I uh, did not see that coming, uh, and I'm so shocked that the Cardinals didn't use Kyler Murray like they had been using him all season. Like, yeah. why didn't you let him run? And uh, I don't know if you saw this; you'll find this funny. When he threw that that completely ill advised pick six, they uh, Booger McFarland was said, uh, "What in the Carson Wentz was that?" <laughs>
0: yeah. <I know. laughs> So they don't that was even such a Carson coming back.
1: Bro, that was such a Carson Wentz throw, too. <laughs> <laughs> so he brought boy, up, Carson
0: Wentz and the Colts don't even know if they're gonna bring him back next year. They got to think about it. We told Joe, that's why we stole that pick from you guys. We'll get into that in a second. Uh Bucks Eagles, what were your thoughts on the game? So I had the same damn <laughs> thoughts. I don't know why any I follow a lot of Eagles people, and a lot of people are texting me saying we're about to win this game. And i told Steven since day one, I didn't care for the playoffs. I just wanted those three picks. Told all my Cowboys friends, I just wanted the picks. So as long as we don't do no stupid shit with the picks, we're in a good position. Mel Kuyper put out his uh, early draft picks for us. It's not going to happen because we are not smart enough to choose two defenders and one wide receiver. Ain't no goddamn way that's happening. But we got three picks and Carson Wentz might not be there. Next game, Pat's Bills. <laughs>
1: um, oh, surprised by that game. Yeah, that was that was a a better Bills team than I expected.
0: So I was surprised by how much they won by Uh, I'm looking forward to the Bills Chiefs game. But I'm surprised Josh Allen threw five touchdowns, which was mm -hmm. kind of a bigger thing. I don't think he's going to duplicate it again in the next game because he is still very inconsistent. You will have like amazing Josh or you will have damn. That's why he went to Wyoming. Josh. Um, Next one, Cowboys 49ers.
1: Um, Cowboys suck.
0: They just don't know how to do clock management. That's all I'm going to say with that. I chose the 49ers off of their run game, uh, but the defense did come through. I want to see if Bose is able to play next week, which was a big thing that they came back from.
1: I'm, I'm hearing Garoppolo might not play.
0: Well,
1: well dude, they're know. playing, first of all, they're playing in Green Bay at night, and it's going to be negative degrees. They, the they're Niners have that. no shot.
0: It doesn't matter. No shot. Uh, Chief Steelers.
1: Yo, when I tell you I was hype for that after that first quarter, bro, I was, was shocked. Hype.
0: Yeah. And when
1: I saw and when TJ Watt got that scoop and score,
0: yeah,
1: I was even more hype. And <laughs> then that quickly fizzled away, and I was like, "Oh, okay, well, this is what I expected." So now I didn't expect them to get routed like that, especially after the the Chiefs didn't score a point in the first quarter, yeah. and then they scored what forty two points in the next three quarters. So wasn't expecting that to happen, but I did anticipate them to lose.
0: So that's one thing Steve and I can both say. We both didn't expect the Eagles or the Steelers to really win. But of course, seeing a little bit of hope is always cool. Steelers had more hope than the Eagles. The Eagles just started off not ready to win. But only thing I have for the Chiefs is Travis Kelsey. But he scored and he was throwing touchdowns. Yeah, beast. Uh, final game, Bengals-Raiders. think this was the least... Interesting, but in terms of the refs, it was the most important.
1: Yeah, uh good for the Bengals getting that getting that playoff w. I saw that um no one has ever sent a text message that the Bengals have won a playoff game because yeah. the Bengals last playoff game was 92 and the first text message was sent 93. So that's why fire away. So good for them, good for Joe Burrow.
0: Yeah, so that was the quick uh fire over there. Let's go into the playoffs game. So Titans, Bengals, who you got?
1: Whew, man, I want to go with the Titans because Derrick Henry's back. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Titans. Yeah, barely
0: by an inch. I'm only going with the Titans because if King Henry's back and yeah, Rabel Vrabel, comes from the Bill Belichick line. So I know he'll find a way to stop. You only really need to stop one person. Don't let him pass it as much to jamar chase and you'll have a better chance he'll throw it to tyler boyd of course but make it be joe mixon you'll have a better chance if you make it like a joe mixon thing than if you make it a jamar chase um so i have the tens in that one 49ers packers
1: packers no shot for the Niners. i
0: have the packers it's too cool.
1: um rams bucks i'm going with the Rams. okay i um i don't know i think uh there's two. There's two players in that game who I think can dominate the game more than Tom Brady can, and that's Aaron Donald and Von Miller. And I think I did good the way that they played. It was just it was weird because like you know we've the Rams are on TV a lot, and you know I've kind of kept up with them just because they're like they're just that team that you want to you know pay attention to because they have all the names on the team. But you know they both had Von Miller obviously didn't have like you know a, that great of a season. Um, Aaron Donald shot to him making his shout out. seventh straight um, all pro selection, which is bonkers. Um, he just like came out and was like, mm, I'm just going to take over the game. And I did. And there's like very few players in the league who can, especially on the defensive side, who can take over a game like that from like that position, which is like just mind blowing that he does it as often, as often as he does. And he's, he's throwing around like throwing around dudes like Trent Williams. Mm-hmm. And guys who are large and just t- toss them around. So, um, you know the the Bucks offense, they have a you know, um, they have Mike Evans who's, you know, he's he's coming around. They have Gronk obviously, but they have, you know, they have Tom Brady. But I'm still, you know, I don't know. I think, I I, th- I think I think the Rams get him again
0: by an inch. Yeah, that much. So I have the Rams only if. The what the fuck, dude? The... <laughs> what the what the fuck? Are you kidding so, me?
1: You're kidding so, me. You're picking the Bucks. I just went through all of that. I went through that, that entire spiel of why I'm picking the Bucks. I mean the the Rams. I mean, and you're picking the Rams too.
0: So I'm only picking the Rams because of the offensive line for the Bucks. Because so, I watched that game and those offensive linemen just started falling.
1: Well, if I well quite literally, was just says if if he's yeah. not playing, no
0: way. That's what I'm saying. You know what and I mean. then also OBJ is finally being able to be OBJ again. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge thing because they showed you, they tried to double team Cooper cup and that was the most disrespectful thing to OBJ. Cause it's like, all right, you opened up him. So if you have Cooper cup and Odell Beckham, Robert Woods, you're probably not going to be there next year. And then you have Tyler Higbee. That's also able to do things. You have to cover them. Then it leaves cam Akers, and the Bucks defense is not that good. Like they said it time and time again, you can cover maybe one or two receivers. And the other reason why I'm saying that is you only have one receiver on the Bucks. Now they can focus on Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. Johnson and all of them are not really going to do it. You can probably put good corners or somebody on Gronk. You know it's going to be Jalen Ramsey and Mike Evans, so that's a wash right there. Then if you want, Eric Weddle came back. So he might just like destroy his body again and play on
1: Gronk. What are we, what are we doing, bro? What are we, what's ha- What is that about? I told, I totally, like, I don't want to, you just want to come back. For the, they just like, all want he, like, rings. Like, can he do that? Like, can you really just come back to the playoffs? I don't get that. I don't, I don't understand that. Like, you know that, I, 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 like that, that can't be allowed.
0: <laughs> like that can't,
1: you can just say, oh yeah, I, I haven't played in two years, but I'll come back to the playoffs. Sure.
0: I know. And I'll play with you guys. Yeah, for so, sure. I got the Rams. This next game, we might have differently. Bills, Chiefs.
1: Um, I'm going to go with the Chiefs because I think that's also – I think all these games minus the Niners and the Packers are going to be close. Um, I just think the – what I saw – I mean, I know the Steelers aren't, 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 the, aren't the Bills, but does um, they have so many weapons, man. And, like, they're all, you know, I'm not going to say healthy because no one's healthy at this point in the season, but, like, like they just have so many guys to go to, and they're all just so fucking good. And they have so much speed. And if you just, like, if Mahomes is Mahomes, and, like, you just let him k- keep going, he's going to tear you apart. Yeah. Once they like get against the Steelers. I
0: have, part of this is biased. I have the Bills, which nobody should be surprised with. I legit chose the Bills.
1: But I'm not going to be surprised if the week. Bills win, though. It's the thing.
0: So this is... There's two games that I'm really looking forward to. The Bills and Chiefs, if they were not in a goddamn cold climate, if this was in like California or something, it'd be amazing. Cause just to see them both play. And then the other game is the Rams and Bucks. I think the Rams and Bucks can be a good one because it's in a nice weather place yep. as well. But the Bills, Chiefs, if Josh Allen plays the way that money in his pockets looks, it can be a close game yep. in terms of the play. It's going to be a lot of points because Patrick Mahomes is going to score a lot on the defense, although they have so many like all pros and pro bowlers, well, all pros on the defense. I can still see it being an interesting game between those two. Stefan Diggs is going to have to ball out. He's going to have to put up a lot, but then also a lot of people focus on Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley, but I want everyone to focus on Dawson Knox. So that tight end is probably going to play an important part in terms of everything, but I have the bills in that one. So I want to close it up with what you got for the people.
1: Um not a whole lot, man. Um we're uh you know, we're just chilling over here.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: haven't really, you know, we're just we're just chilling. So it's supposed snow tomorrow. I
0: know. Um,
1: supposed to get five to eight inches. At least that's what it it said, but um yeah, you know, just chilling, man. Just chilling.
0: So I'll take up my time and Steven's time for starters. Kanye West is a joke. That man tried to get into his daughter's birthday party. Right. He was, he was that's not the funny part. He texted Tristan, called Tristan Thompson, and Chloe said he couldn't get the address. So I'm like, damn, like Tristan being able to ball on the court and off the court and just do whatever he wants, scheme the whole system. That whole situation is and... just ridiculous. <laughs> so not that's really what honest. I wanted to bring up with Kanye because after the party, Kanye was very happy that he got to go. Um the other thing is, shout out to Freddie Mac so they're a very interesting company yeah so they have a lot of rules and stipulations so I won't be able to I'm just letting everyone know this now because I won't be able to say as many stock and trading ideas reason being I can't trade or talk about affiliates of the company I work for anymore and if I do have stock I can't sell the stock unless I talk to the Uh, executives about giving me approval to sell any stock if I have my company stock. So there will be some things that I will have to change. It won't be necessarily a lot. When I tell you they have everything on lockdown because I had to get fingerprint scanned, I had to put stuff in my car and now when I go in the building, I have to either scan my badge or I have to put my fingertips on the thing for me to go in. It's some Dexter's Laboratory shit. And on top of that, for you to go in the bathroom, you got to scan to go in the bathroom. Oh Yeah. (laughs) Damn, dude wow those are those two things other thing is shout out to havana if you watch money heist you get that reference um the other thing is happy birthday mom so when this comes out it'll be her birthday but that's what i got other than that steven and i think we are done we'll catch you guys next week with updates from the nfl we out peace